This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and you know what? It's been a while, but Paul Dano still collects teeth. <laughs> Just an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> um, I'm Brandy Posey, and I know Oscar Isaac was in a ska band, but Pedro Pascal feels like he was in a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and if I keep working, I get to go buy myself a cup of iced stimulant as a reward. Mm. <laughs> and this is lady to lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Victor. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Okay, can we talk about Pedro Pascal? <laughs> Wait, guys, been... I need to Google. Sorry. Okay, oh Google. Oh my god, sorry. Whoa, he is he is like oh, he's been I'm my. Oh, I'm bad with names. Yeah, this guy's hot. Okay, yeah, he's been my he's been a crush of mine since Game of Thrones. I love him forever. He's such a fucking little weirdo. <laughs> he's he's the best. so hot. Yeah, and yes. like I think I was trying to avoid having a crush on him because I knew oh. how bad it would be. Mm. <laughs> And then, and then, um, Adam sent me. I think Adam has like a man crush on him. Everyone has a yeah. crush on him. Yeah. He, yeah. Adam sent me a thing of him doing Vanity a Vanity Fair interview where they asked him if he thought he was a heart rob heartthrob. He was doing a lie detector. Yeah. And they said, "Do you think you're a heart heartthrob?" And he said, "No." And they said, "He's lying." Oh. <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, fine. I think I'm a heartthrob." Ah, yeah, you do. That's like, so funny. I also saw. Said, do you look at do you look at fan pages of you when you're sad? And he said yes. He was like giggling. <laughs> it was so fucking cute. Of course That's he adorable. does. I saw another interview, and I don't know what the clip is from, but somebody was like, he just it's just him saying the word slutty daddy about himself on a red carpet. Oh and it's and kind of he's just like a little bit buzzed and he's just like, Yeah, I'm kind of a slutty daddy. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I love you. He just seems so funny and fun and he just seems so like happy. <laughs> yeah, just he's just always in like having fun. Wow. Yeah. See, I only I know him from narcos, I think. Um Oh yeah, so yeah, he's great in there. He's great in it, but I I didn't get yeah. the happy context. Oh my gosh! So he's, he, yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's phenomenal in Game of Thrones. Oberyn Martell, the I love his character so much, um, t so much. I I love him on that show. He's amazing in the second um, uh, Kingsman movie. He's like a he's a, oh, his character. Yeah. His character in that movie is so fun and a blast. He just he's such a good actor, and he's like Chilean, and his family are just like freedom fighters that like fled to the, to America. Like he's just a cool, awesome. I, I, I love, I love his whole vibe. Well, Hats I mean, off. and then, yeah, he, he's in that movie with Nick Cage that came out mm -hmm. last year. That's like the funniest. Oh. Ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. 
Yes, so, that movie is and, great. And anyway, but the I think a lot of the goofiness, he was just, he hosted SNL this last weekend. Yes. And like every sketch he's in, he's having so much fun. He's super committed. Yeah. And so he's just like, he's just so hot. And it's, I yeah. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's all good. I love it. I'm just happy everyone is seeing is seeing him. Yeah, uh, you he's know, being seen. Yes, I just really he's getting everything he deserves. I've 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 had such a he's been like my he's been like my dark horse Hollywood crush for for years now, and I'm just like Pedro, you're everywhere. I'm proud of you, and you're still happy. I just it's just nice to see like a star that seems genuinely happy and like is not taking it too seriously and is just like along for the ride. Totally, totally. Just a beautiful slutty daddy. Let's get him. Let's get our on the show. Pedro, come hang out with us. Also, oh, talking. also, also, he's the um, what's the Star Wars thing? Mandalorian. That's the yes, other he's thing also I know the, from. Yeah. Yes, he's also. But Man- you don't really see him in that. No, so. yeah, he's yeah. wearing the doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, why I was like a cast. I was like. His face. You're hiding his beautiful face in this costume the entire time. All right, whatever. One of our friends was an extra in Mandalorian. Uh, it's someone you guys know. And when I tell you Ooh. off mic, you're going to laugh your ass off. But <laughs> every time we watch like any, but we don't like, he's told us about episodes he's in, but even he's like, he plays a stormtrooper, And so he, like oh it, God, every scene we watch, we're like, oh, that could be, <laughs> it's just be. really funny to imagine like one of our friends as one of the stormtroopers. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of good for them because they can just be like, yeah, that's me to any. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> Actually, I was, I'm an extra in Mandalorian too. Yeah. yeah, honestly, we're all stormtroopers. Yeah, um, we should put that on our IMDb. I'm, I think. Might as how, well. how are you going to prove it? Why not? <laughs> I love it. Um, do we have any? Wait, when does this come out? February twenty second. Um, nothing specific. Uh, follow all of us on uh on all the things. I've got a picture of this in March, Mar- at the end of March, I think, in Los Angeles. It's gonna yeah. be fun. I'll be at the Chatterbox um, and Covina this weekend on Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, but come follow on. us. Follow our Twitters, our Instagrams. We usually repost our shows and stuff there. And it's on our website, ladytoladycomedy.com. Yep. That's yeah. all the business. Business. Oh. Took care of the business. Business. Um, let's get to our show. It was a really fun mm-hmm. episode. Our guest has done so much stuff. You may have heard her podcast, Just Between Us. She has a New York Times bestselling book that she wrote with her podcast, co-host Gabe Dunn called I Hate Everyone But You. And she has a new book called Overthinking About You, Navigating Romantic Relationships When You Have Anxiety, OCD, and or Depression. She was super fun to hang out with and very insightful. Please enjoy our chat with Allison Raskin. Go team. Hi, <laughs> Ready? Okay. Can I tell you guys, like, literally as we hit record, I got a deadline alert on my phone that they are turning La La Land into a musical, and I almost screamed. <laughs> that would have been a good mic check. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, well, say hi to our guest, Allison Rathen. Hi. Are you excited? Do you have deadline alerts on your phone? Yeah. What's the deal, Allison? I don't, but but my mom has them for me, like Google alerts for me. And um, Aww. I, that's cute. Which is so sweet. But what's so funny is like she's also, I think, signed up to get alerted when someone posts a new photo of me on WikiFeet. Oh, um, oh, because oh. she's a... full support. She's support across the board. And um, and so then she'll forward me the emails that I can know that there's. 
That's hilarious. Is she in the comments if you get like bad reviews? Like, yeah. the, like how dare you? My daughter's oh, feet wow. are perfect. I hope she's in there defending you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not to brag, but I haven't really had too many bad comments. I'm a five I, out of five. You're as a five? Wow. By the way, this it's, is the second yes. podcast we've brought up. Wikipedia is. Actually, yes. it's an ongoing subject yeah. on her. Yes. Uh, you're a five I was often. actually. I was Wikifeed of the day on the same day that my first book came out. And I didn't wow. know what was more exciting. Wow. <laughs> now that's some cross promo <laughs> wow. that we can get into. But I right? guess a huge imagine day for me. Being Wikifeed of the day on January 6th, that would be a really good <laughs> wow. Oh, oh yeah. man. Stole it. Yeah. Thunder. Stole it. Stolen yeah. Like, uh. excuse me. I thought this was my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, how did you find out you were Wikifeed of the day? Did a friend? tell you I'm or your mom her mom through your mom <laughs> I don't remember uh, the other problem with me telling any sort of anecdotal story is that my OCD then goes that's not true you're lying so now of course like, <laughs> did that happen I don't know <laughs> I've, been, <laughs> I've been sharing this for years but <laughs> I, like I also it. am a little bit um that's cool your mom is so cool with the wiki thing my I'm a little disturbed to know that that comes up in Google because my mom doesn't know about Google alerts but when she mm. was she retired but when she worked she would sit there at work and Google me mm. yeah <laughs> I love it <laughs> I don't know I mean, that, I, yeah it's so nice like it's also <laughs> the one of my favorite stories was like even before I did BuzzFeed like when I was just like starting out like doing internet stuff uh, or maybe I had start. I don't know. At some point early on, like I, my friend like asked me to be in this like comedy video where like the whole point was like about me shaking my butt or something. Mm-hmm. Either the joke was that I didn't have a big butt or I did. I, I don't know. Anyway, it was like it was like a silly. We've like, all been in those butt shaking videos. Of that we can't remember. Yeah, of course it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed for my parents to see it. But then they went, wow, we are so proud of you for, you know, expanding what type of content you're doing. <laughs> That's so sweet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like your, parent, your parents use the word content? That's big. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know what they said, but like expanding, you know, like your. <laughs> I'm what? really, I'm really impressed Pushing that myself. you have like the creative output that you have with such supportive parents. Yeah. Like I honestly. <laughs> Well, it's because I was so mentally ill growing up that my parents were just like, do anything. Like, oh, you're alive? We're so happy. That's the key. Okay, cool. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. There's actually like, I feel like it's very similar. You can do anything and do anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like one degree different and it's way better. Yeah. Does your does your mom ever get um Google alerts for like a diff like different Allison Raskins that are like I don't know train robbers and then she's like honey we need to talk <laughs> like is, do you have an alter ego name oh yeah out what's there? your what's your other Google alert yeah person? I don't know I mean I think I'm pretty lucky with my name that there doesn't seem to be anyone else that's oh, really? like really posting or doing stuff but okay. um that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she's mostly on me. I mean, I Google myself all the time, which is a habit I should be trying to break. But how's it know, go? Have an extra thirty seconds. Yeah. How's it going for you? You guys Google yourselves? How, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No. Well, yeah, because you have a healthier relationship to social media. <laughs> 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 well, I've been there. I've been there before when I had it, and it was it's yielded yeah, disturbing it's results. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Most of mine are women who have 
passed. Barbara Gray, yeah. not a young person's name. So yes. almost all of my Google alerts are like, <laughs> she lives the- behind Gerald. And, Aww. you know, yeah. yeah. You're the I Highlander think- of Babs Grays. You're the last, going to be the last you one are. standing. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Yeah, You're going to. The crazy. one thing people get confused is, is there is some people online that seem to think I'm, I'm Jamie Raskin's wife. Uh, oh. oh, funny. From Congress. Congressional spouse. Yeah, so like uh, people will be like, how dare you like do this <laughs> thing? Like, Random you know, tweets. And then yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'd love to be married to the guy. He's doing a lot of great work, yes. but <laughs> he's very much older than me. And, 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 but like, you know, I, I wish. You know what? <laughs> no, I feel like specifically you can use this for your advantage. Like, specifically if you're ever traveling in DC. Ooh. I think it's like you come in, you're like, excuse me, I need to check my luggage here. I'm meeting my husband for lunch. I'm Mrs. Raskin. And yeah. you just drop a Mrs. Raskin anytime you need anything. very specific wow. instance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> this I, is good. I really like that. I think, I honestly think we should all be adopting that. Just pick like a, fa- yeah, if you have a close to a last name, just wink at people in the city that you're in. See if you can make it work for you. <laughs> just mm-hmm. wink at people. People like, Randy, like it. I right? always think about you because there's that baseball player, Buster. Buster. Bogey. Uh, yeah, I remember the first time I went, the way I learned about him is I was in San Francisco because uh, he, he's an SF giant, or he was at some point, mm-hmm. and he, um, uh, there are a lot of people with Posey jerseys, and I was walking around and I was like, well, these aren't for me. Who the <laughs> hell are you? <laughs> these aren't I was like, okay. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy one? No. <laughs> mm. No, I like I'm, I'm not a big jersey person and also it's like I if if I were to have any like sports stuff it would be a Baltimore Orioles stuff because mm, yeah. that's just like the team I grew up with. So. And also we can't be repping the Giants on this podcast. No, it just can't happen. No. They're no. No, no. San Francisco is a fun city, but they're they're I'm fine. We don't need them. Right Oh, okay. I was like, oh, what am I missing? Yeah. Uh, oh my God. By the way, I mansplained sports to my male Uber driver the other day. I <laughs> just the concept of sports in general. <laughs> so there's a ball, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, Sometimes a ball. Yeah. Sometimes, not even always. Sean dropped me off at dance class. I didn't have my car, so I'm taking my lift home. And I was like trying to make small talk. I'm like, what do you guys like to talk about sports? And uh, and so he's like, I'm from L.A. And so I was like, oh, do you like the Dodgers? I'm like, we can talk about that for 10 minutes, you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, didn't even know that Justin Turner had been traded or Trey Turner. I was like, okay, well, that's, like, kind of big news. Um, you should know about that. And then I – and then we start talking about the Super Bowl. He didn't even know that two brothers were playing each other in the Super Bowl or that the former coach of the Eagles, Andy Reid, is now the coach of Kansas City. And so he's going to be playing against his former team. Ooh, high and, drama. Yeah. Wow. Well, now we are all your Uber driver. It feels good wow. to – So what did he now, say? Now I know things. He was like, thank you. Like, I'm going to be more interested in the game now. <laughs> He liked it. Hell yeah. <laughs> so both my dad and my fiance are mega baseball fans. Nice. Like, I, like it was very funny when I first started dating John. We started like March came around pretty quickly. And, and he went, just so you know, like I'm a little different when it's baseball season. <laughs> 
I mean, good and I was to like, also know that about himself. A a self, yeah. self, the self-awareness is is. I'm is a, a baseball a werewolf. Point. Is a very good word. Right. <laughs> and I said, I said, John, I I couldn't be more prepared for this. We only had a father six months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> they have that song in um, what is it? Whatever the baseball musical is, six months out of every year, where it's oh, yeah, just like yeah. about that. Yeah, it's about yeah, damn yeah. Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so like, funny. All right, I'm gonna lose you. Wait, yeah, are like they it, the same team? Your dad and your and your fiance? Okay, so yes, they're both <gasps> Yankees fans. I love that. Okay, that's good at least. My dad has been in this fantasy baseball league for like over 35 years. And so wow. he oh puts God. his team before the Yankees. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so like yes. if his pitcher is pitching against the Yankees, he's rooting for his pitcher. Oh. Which John will argue is not a true Yankees fan. <laughs> yeah, I would actually agree, Allison. Like, I'm I'm married to a my I'm married to football, um, mm. but uh, yeah, like Sean, my husband is obsessed with gambling. But like, he he would never, even if it's advantageous from a statistical standpoint, or he might win money, like he would never bet against an eagle or like oh, put someone wow. on his okay. fantasy team who's playing an eagle. So I think my fiance would right. agree that's kind of a faux pas. But yeah. now he, my dad proposed to my fiance and asked him to be his partner on this fantasy <gasps> league. Oh, wow. Yes. He That's asked a- my permission first. And oh, then he, he, yeah. That's <laughs> very cute. You have a very cute family. Can we Seriously. just say your mom's Googling you all the time? Your dad and your fiance are like in a fantasy league together. Oh my God. Yeah. Who's cross stretching all of this? I love oh it. God. Well, it's because I didn't have many friends. So I really had to cultivate the family. And, um, Beautiful. I love it. It's so funny because my dad takes this so intensely. And John's like, oh my God, I have like eight emails from your dad. <laughs> They're having That's a like, meeting on are Friday. Are you sure you're ready for this? I know. <laughs> oh my God. So we'll see how it goes. Wish us all luck. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You guys should get like, um, what if they're when when their team wins? I think that I don't know how fantasy f- baseball works, but like they should get like matching championship rings or something. Oh that my god, really that's just cute. so cute! Just to throw that out there as like an ideal. I mean, it might supersede his wedding ring. It sounds like potentially. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but maybe just six months out of the year, maybe he wears one versus the ring. other. Maybe yes. that's his wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could just Double switch whammy. them. <laughs> So, Allison, we should talk about your new book a little bit. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Thank you. Overthinking about you navigating romantic relationships when you have anxiety, OCD, and or depression. Um, So where did, yeah, tell us about it. Where did you, you know, decide, when did you decide to write it and kind of your impetus for it? Yeah, so I was a disaster at dating for a long time. (laughs) Um, I've had OCD since I was four years old, and I've struggled with anxiety and bouts of of depression, although I will caveat that my form of depression is like, you know, I've always been able to get out of bed and and do things I've just wanted to die while doing them. And, and so I would, and I was very obsessed with the idea of marriage and locking down a partner and, and, um, all of those things combined would make it so I was 
not my best in, in a relationship where I was, you know, trying to force things along at my pace to ease my own anxiety, mm-hmm. um, trying to just make sure I was with somebody all the time and and then having kind of a very like classic kind of like anxious attachment style and all that stuff and, and just feeling like really out of control of myself in this area of my life more than any other area I'd say that like I, I was like not proud of my behavior, but I also didn't really know how to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, And then in like 2019, I sort of realized that like I was showing up in a different way that I like was better able to like handle dating and myself and and not let it emotionally rock me in in quite the same way. And um, I... I started dating somebody at that time and and I came up with the idea for the book, which was originally more of like a more of a memoir of like this is this was my journey with it, um, mm. with some kind of experts interweave, but more about me. And then as I um started <laughs> sorry, you guys will probably you guys know Josh Gondelman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just texted me the sweetest thing. He's just the nicest guy. He really is. He's just a kind person <laughs> alive. Yeah. yeah. Total cocaine freak, but I mean. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sorry. So, um, yeah, and so then I started, um, I started, like, working on the book more it's like a memoir but then I realized that I wanted it to like be more helpful like I think like sharing Mm -hmm. our own stories is really valuable but also sometimes it's like okay but tell me what to actually do or like what are the tools that I need to use or like what what would a psychiatrist say about this so um the end result of the book is like much more blown out where like my story is definitely interwoven but it's also a lot of interviews with experts like um you know, therapists, um, sex therapists, psychiatrists, dating experts, some couples, like just really, you know, trying to give people a toolkit for how to maybe um, change some patterns and to kind of reframe how we approach romantic relationships, to give some like tools for how to talk about our mental health in relationships. So for me, the book is really kind of this first like direct examination of like the intersection of of dating and our mental health and how these two things exacerbate each other and what we can kind of do to to calm that exacerbation mm. for sure like watching rom-coms is to show you how it's done right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's a real good thing play by play Perfect. works Great. like that yeah. every time that's <laughs> pretty much all you need to know about love Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want it to be really, re- really realistic. What you're looking for, yeah. and yes. they should be yeah. Prince Charming. Yeah, yeah. first name Prince, Perfect. last name Charming. Uh, what was the most like surprising thing that you learned in sort of talking to people while you were researching for the book, or did anything surprise you? Well, the most surprising thing that happened was that my ex fiance walked out on me while I was writing it. Um, <laughs> Kind of a shock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah that's okay. I'm working on Twist. this book. Come on, man. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> um, and so I had like pretty much just finished the first draft. I'd gotten engaged in May of 2020, and then he left in November of 2020. Mm. Um, and and what was honestly the most surprising was that, like, how helpful the book was to me Aww. in dealing with that. Yeah. You know, like, it it was kind of like, oh, well, thank God I had just done all of this research and all of this work because right. I could then, like, be, I sort of say I was, like, the first guinea pig of what the book's messaging was. And um, obviously it was, like, a horrible time, I, you know, but 
I think what really separated it from other heartbreaks I'd had in my life, even though it was by far the biggest heartbreak, was that I I was able to just deal with the sadness and the loss instead mm-hmm. of tearing myself down and blaming myself mm. and letting it be an excuse to like, sh- can I say shit? To like yeah, shit on myself yes, course, and, yeah. and like have it be some reflection of myself worth that this person left, which was mm-hmm. definitely the hole I would fall down to previously. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. recognizing that change, I was like, oh, this work does work. <laughs> like we can get to this place where obviously you're always going to get hurt if somebody you love leaves, but it doesn't necessarily mean that like that it will destroy you mentally in the same way. And so that was right. surprising in in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Did you think though about changing the book to like how to get over a big stinky turd who leaves you for a minute? <laughs> I mean, I, I I had to rewrite the last chapter, and um, and so I like had to like send this like mortifying email to my editor, being like, "Hey, I know I sent you the first draft. He left. I gotta rewrite chapter eight. Like, <laughs> just give me some time on that one." <laughs> like, and, then, and then my poor editor was going through the book, highlighting every time I had mentioned him, so that I would know to cut it or change it. It was like Whoa, it was so like, mortifying. Do a search and replace for ex fiance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> if only you could search and replace your whole life, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. I mean, I think it's such it's important. It's such important thing for like people to study about themselves, and you know, noticing that you have patterns is so interesting because it's something mm-hmm. that you just. Mm-hmm. I think like now I'm only starting to notice later on in my life because obviously, like you know, in my twenties and stuff, you're living out the pattern, and you're like, "This is great," and <laughs> you're making you're like, the pattern. <laughs> Yeah, you're making yeah. a pattern. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what can I weave? Let's see. <laughs> not going to be a tapestry my... everyone likes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. What what knitting needles did my childhood give me to weave throughout my 20s? Yes. Um, yes. I've been crocheting this whole time. Take that, Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, actually having the tools to, like, figure out what it is um, and make those relationship healthier so good so that's I mean it's amazing you know I feel Mm -hmm. like it's such a good it's so nice that you're putting those tools out there for people oh thank you yeah I mean I think there's just like this expectation that like we should know how to date and be in relationship with each other when it's like actually very complicated and hard and especially if you have certain you know mental health struggles or symptoms like that's going to be a little even extra hard and so like my message is sort of like it's okay to struggle with this. It's normal to struggle with this. Like, but here's how we can maybe make it a little easier instead of like, well, if you didn't know from the beginning, you're screwed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're just fucked. If for you're, this. If you're, yeah, if no you're not married to your high school sweetheart, oh, I don't think it's gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my poor boyfriend. <laughs> Just like, oh yeah, sorry. (laughs) No, it's good. It is one of those things that it's like you wish that there was like a class to like, you know, early on in life or whatever, where it's like it's the same as like financial stuff, but then it's also like, would you absorb any of that at eighteen? Yeah, I don't know if you would, but I do think it would be nice to attempt it. Like it would be great if in high school they had more relation more classes about relationships and mental health like we don't have any literally nothing yeah Yeah. but do you guys think it's like possible like 
not to be dismissive of like a teen relationship, but like, I don't even know if it's possible to have like a health, a well, no, a, a no. mature relationship as a teenager in the same way that I don't think like someone doing stand up for the first time can really have a great set. <laughs> like, it's like, I. I don't think it's possible. I think I'm just talking about building, starting the building blocks. Because I think it takes you so long to get it that, like, it's something that you could, like, later on be like, oh, remember that thing? You know, maybe that's Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe be less traumatized by the bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just even just, like, learning boundaries. Yeah. 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 Just the beginning of, like, learning any of that stuff in any capacity, you know. And to just sort of, like, get rid of some of the shame around it, you know, Mm -hmm. because I think that like, there's this like quote unquote, like quick crazy girl stereotype of like, I'm texting too much. I'm calling too much. I'm I'm clinging, but like kind of understanding like, why am I behaving this way? Oh, lots of other people have behaved this way. What are some things that I can do to self soothe in those moments instead of just feeling Mm -hmm. like I'm weird or broken or any of that. Um, yeah. which I feel like that kind of messaging you have to like kind of search for instead of it being like presented as like, and this is something you'll probably encounter. <laughs> for sure. Well, and, and also just not feeling like you're the only person that's going through it or like your situation is super unique. I mean, you're still going to like feel that to a certain degree, but it's like just to be like, oh, here's a whole book of other people that have like felt this way. So I'm not as, you know, quite as misunderstood as I might feel like I am. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, like, that's one of the biggest things to me about, like, figuring out what my own stuff is, whether it's, you know, Mm -hmm. depression or ADHD, but, like, hearing other people talk about the cycles that they go through and then being like, oh, wait a minute, that's, like, exactly what I do. And Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. knowing, yeah, like, I'm not alone and the there are people who've like figured out ways that they can help themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very, it's very helpful. <laughs> I, I lent a, a self-help book to a friend that's going through a breakup, not realizing that all of my notes were in it. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> and he's been like sending me screenshots and being like, this also resonated with me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. How okay. dare he? <laughs> I just wrote fuck with like five U's across one part of this book. And he oh was my like, God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> didn't think about that. Don't lend your books out, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. I also, like, really love that you make notes in your books. Oh, yeah. That's Especially nice. that that kind of stuff. Like, like, any kind of, like, self-helpy or anything like that. I mean, even in, like... Like I yeah even like some of my books that I like fiction books and stuff that I love I I will highlight passages and try to just be like I want to remember this part I think I have mm-hmm. such a bad memory for words for just mm. a horrible memory for stuff that I'm always just like let me this is like the emotional kernel that I wanted to remember you know more than anything else or whatever so yeah I, I feel like I used to that. do that in college and I kind of stopped maybe I should yeah again. I will I say lo- like love on, it. on the Kindle. Mm-hmm. They like if you read a book on Kindle, they have like a highlight feature and maybe there's a way to turn it off and I'm just being an ant. But you can see like where everyone else highlighted and I like what? it. Wait, yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Whoa. I love it. You love it? I kind of love it. Okay, I'm such a nerd that I'll be like, oh, we we got a juicy paragraph coming up. We got a something got highlighted. So I like that. <laughs> But I kind of want to find my own, like, I feel like it kind of directs me to text in a way that, like, I'm not, I, I, I would rather, like, organically be attracted to that text, if yes. that makes sense. Mm. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure there's, I'm sure you can turn that off. There's no way they're forcing everyone to look at that. 
I think you must because I don't see it anymore and I used to see it. So I must have done something by accident. Mm. Okay. So maybe I just need to hit a bunch of buttons. Yeah. Yeah, I think think it's interesting to see like what is like as almost like a scientist of like what is compelling to people. Like what, you know, and as a writer also, like what are people latching on to? Like would I have latched on to this in the same way not knowing other people had like I it's agree no 100 mm-hmm. and like usually it is like a pretty profound paragraph like there's a reason a bunch of people are highlighting it and I do like that about it for sure yeah 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 I see, funny both, to, I see both ends of that it'd be funny to be a highlight troll and just tr- highlight some real <laughs> some real, real bad bullshit. stuff <laughs> Yeah, hi- highlighting all the word times it says but. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I also don't know how to highlight, but that's a me problem. Oh, I've never done it. I don't know how either. <laughs> okay, we got to take some ant lessons. We'll be back in a second, everybody. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Bear> back. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Allison. Yay. That was fun. It was. Right? Yeah, right? Part A roll call. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, we're going to play a game to get to know you better. It's called That's So Random. And here's our theme song. Hey, Blinken's my dad. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh my God. I didn't make it up. Oh my God. I can't. It's just like. That's so random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. Not random. Where your tongue you're right now is so random. I can't even. That's a random. Thank God. Random. Okay, so we said the word a lot, so these are random questions. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I just want to throw out there on the last episode, we talked about doing music videos for these. And if any listeners have any, if that inspired yeah. anything visually for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Three, two, three, six buck 30 is the, is the, is the phone number. Give us a call. Let us know what that inspires. Cause Please. we're going to shoot some videos later this year. <laughs> Did you make this song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's us. It's unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> we you. really like making them. Yeah, they're yeah. very fun. Yeah, they're really Is it fun. different every week? We have like we different have... segments for different. We have different songs for all our games. Yeah, we probably have like seven to eight. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I only have one song for my one of my. I only sing once in my podcast, but that's a mistake. And yeah, I should be go, singing more. You know what? Yeah, you should just find there. like those free music libraries and just like find something we like and just go for it. Yeah, we, yeah. We let the, we let YouTube free drop the beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And then yep. you're just adding the complex vocal layer. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. We're all just like one one hand on one headphone, just going for it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, Allison. Oh, wait, where is it? Do you think aliens exist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent, I do. This is a big passion of mine. Wow! <laughs> Hell yeah! Tell me they, more. Yes, get into it, girl. Okay. Preach, preach, preach. 
So I've been an alien aficionado for quite some time. Um, in ninth grade of high school, we had to write a 90-page research paper, which looking back was far too long. Yeah. 90. That's yeah. insane. Also, it's way to too long. that as a teacher? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and, and so we were allowed to pick any topic, though. And so I picked Roswell. <laughs> So um, I wrote this like 90 page paper about what happened in Roswell. My ultimate thesis was we don't know for sure that it was an alien, but they were definitely lying about something. Yes. Yeah. Which I maintain to this day. Agreed. Um, And what's very funny, though, is that I like requested these like um, documents from the government for the paper. And then like months later, the government called my house and was like, does Alison Raskin live here? (gasps) Like a FOIA request? I don't know. Like my and they, my mom was like, yeah, and they were like, okay. <laughs> You're Did they give on you the list. I think I had like already gotten the papers. This was like months later. They like were like checking that in on insane. me. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, can that's some, so okay, funny. I don't, can you give me like a quick Roswell? I don't know anything about it, honestly. So basically what happened was like in Roswell, New Mexico, something crashed in this person's lawn and they were like, oh, look at this. And and everyone was like, wow, yeah, we saw stuff in the sky. And then like 24 hours later, it had all been removed. And the guy was like, okay. no, nothing happened. But yeah. like, okay. you know, like clearly it had. And, and there's like, look, I think in that incident, it might have very well been something military that had Okay. Had crashed like it could have been like a military balloon or like you know, but they were hiding something. They still had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And my other huge theory about aliens. I'm so glad we brought this up. Me too. <laughs> Please. <laughs> could it be more riled <laughs> so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> Is that I believe that if there are aliens that are already here and you find one or you see a photo, it's so easy for the government to just say, that's from the deep ocean. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah. Because well, I think about that a the, lot, how we have aliens in the ocean. Yeah, we do. Right? Yeah. Like, the mm-hmm. things that are in the deep ocean look like aliens. Like, yeah. you could see anything, and if someone said, yep. nah, that's from the ocean, you'd go, okay. Sure. No, that's actually really sure. true. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if they're already among us. I don't know. I think maybe. I but I they they're definitely out there. I find it to be too egotistical not to think no, that they don't exist. Not to think we're the only beings in the yeah. I guess. Goddamn. Oh yeah. Like I feel like even just like from a purely statistical standpoint, like they have to be there. I guess mm-hmm. I'm just like, what are the odds that they have like, um a body in the way that we can envision or that they operate on the Mm. same wavelengths that our eyes can see or that our ears can hear. Like, I feel like there's so many different wavelengths and like frequencies that it's Mm -hmm. possible that they are living among us and we can't even like perceive of them. Mm. For sure. Um, Or our brain like changes it to make sense for us too. mm. You know, I think that's possibility because it's like for, I think, what is it for like a long time? Like, um, like uh, humans didn't consider the sky blue. Like the blue was like one of the last colors that we invented, basically. Really? Or like the or yeah, oh, blue. Yeah, yeah, blue is like one of the last colors that we were like, oh, that's not gray. That is a blue, basically. Like we just oh. like didn't consider it a color at all. So it's I think that there is something to like changing, you know, our perspective and like being like, oh, yeah, I I I didn't see an alien. I just saw or I saw like yeah, I saw a thing that's like a gray shape. 
you know, versus like whatever it actually is, because our it's just the way that our brain yeah, could just be can process it. I mean, look yeah. at the. Doesn't it look like there's going to be one that's going to open does. the door behind me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Where are you? Are you in a gymnasium? Isn't that in like a dance studio? <laughs> oh. They're replacing the roof at my house because it like has been leaking with, from all the rain, and so it's just a bunch of guys like yelling and like pounding yeah. on the roof at my home. So I had to find somewhere else to go. <laughs> yeah. But like where I'm sitting, I'm just, for the audience. Like I'm in like a long mirrored room with like one tiny door at the back. <laughs> it's very Area 51. Yeah, if like an alien scuttled in right now, it'd be very very funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be very very yeah. funny. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I have more questions about this. What, please, what do we think, like, why would the government lie to us about that besides the fact that they lie about everything? So, okay, I'm not, like, totally convinced that it's, like, Independence Day level. They have a secret lab where, like, they all know. And, like, I I don't, I think. working. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know if, like. If, if people know about them yet, but if they, I think if some, but here's my other conspiracy, okay, <laughs> is that I think that there are, oh my God, my fiance is going to get so mad. He hates I have conspiracies. But. <laughs> Look, some things <laughs> have conspired. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think it's yeah. very possible that there are sections of the government that we don't know about oh, because yeah. they have just been secretly funded through bills that like nobody reads and they're yep. like doing their own stuff so i feel like there's a potential that there is some segment that is like knows more about alien communication mm-hmm. um i mean who knows maybe the aliens were like please don't tell anybody that we're here um but i think more likely if they're here people don't know is my guess yeah because i i do find the government to be quite incompetent in general yes yeah. right i think right, so right yeah. like 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 right they haven't been able to solve clean water yet Mm, yeah mm. that's so, what when when people have yeah. certain conspiracy theories that involve the government being really oh, good at shit i'm like no, <laughs> no. what are we doing right right like the flat yeah, earth thing I, I have so many questions about the flat earth thing but like namely like i think their idea is that like nasa is projecting the sky to make mm-hmm. profit for nasa <laughs> yeah. and i'm just like no like no, no. like no, no no group of people would ever work well enough together to conspire to fake the sky. Like it just also, Na- NASA's not how we make money, man. No. This country doesn't make money. We, with na- NASA. we don't have NASA. We're now we have Red Bull is sending people to space, not NASA. Like they don't yeah, it's privatize everything. They don't even well, have space money. For sure. I mean, I think a big thing with like not wanting to if if aliens were here to like really make it a bigger deal is that like the amount of like religious upheaval that would happen Mm. if there was like if if it was proven that there were aliens, they would be considered satanic, demonic. Like, I mean, the, the crisis of faith, I think that would occur and so many people would cause such like a massive uh just yeah crisis right because it wouldn't be like god created earth it would be like yeah Yeah. but would that i've always thought that that might be like the one thing that ultimately like creates peace among mankind like maybe we need a common outsider as people earth we we obviously as human beings have this like desire to have an us versus them mentality so maybe Mm -hmm. having a new them would create the us yeah i i think we'd be (sighs) Yeah, I, well, well, I do think that that's true. That if we were being invaded by aliens, yes. right? Yeah. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't like to think about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think that that is what would ultimately allow for mm-hmm. more 
like community between countries because it like we are like very tribalistic as a species like yeah. to survive and so suddenly our tribe would become all of humanity mm-hmm. against aliens but i also think there's a possibility well i don't know i think climate change could potentially have a similar effect yeah you would of, hope we, we're hoping yeah we're, we're hoping, hoping but, yeah but yeah. what we need to do is we need to make it seem like climate change is being caused by aliens. And then I yeah. think everyone would get yeah. it what together. What if you have an alien come down and be like, it is hot down here. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to turn up the temp a little bit. And then everyone yeah. would freak out. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure this out Don't now. Don't fuck with our thermostat alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's true okay that was a really fun question i'm really glad we asked you that yeah i had a great time Um, thank you i'm happy to talk about it ad ad nauseum (laughs) now i like want to go on to a whole deep dive about it um okay allison what fictional character would you most like to be friends with oh friends with that's fun okay um maybe uh Friends, it's so hard because some so many characters you enjoy watching, but you would never want to interact right. with. Right, you're like, I don't want to yeah. be your friend. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that seems exhausting. <laughs> um, so what, are you written I... for drama? Where? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe, you know, I think it'd be fun to be friends with Phoebe Buffay. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. good answer. Yeah. She's, yeah. Never, she's never bringing the drama. Mm-hmm. She's just a delight to be around. She's also often very insightful, mm-hmm. especially yes. in later seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, little musical, I think she'd be she's nice. She's a good friend. I mean, I think she's yeah. a very good friend. Very fun, yeah. but yeah, like also like gets it when she's you know fucking something up or whatever. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's self aware, and uh, let's be honest, you know Phoebe has good weed. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also consider you might have to hang out with all of her other friends. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I like all of them. <laughs> Me too. I do too. Even Ross. I like <laughs> Ross. I know I'm not supposed to. Oh, I love Ross. I, Ross I, is I, do, I think he's very funny. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Did you watch the reunion? Like I tried to watch it and I like it was just like I couldn't get through all of it. Mm-mm. No, everybody like did hurt you did. I think so, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. It's very sweet. Like, it's like, it starts out with them, like, all going to the set, and they haven't been there yeah. forever, and it's, like, Aww. very emotional, and mm-hmm. it is sweet, but it's just, like, weird. You know, it's just kind of, like, surreal. And yeah, yeah. At the same time. It's like, Why they did a good it? job ending that one. Just yeah. Just let it be. <laughs> Wait, how does Friends end? They have a, Rachel and Ross have a baby in the last season, and then. No, yeah. no. Uh, let me go. This is my other. This is okay, my other okay. only thing I know about yeah, I friends. Friends and aliens. Emma and Rachel. Emma, Rachel and Ross finally get back together, but they yes. had Emma previously. Okay, so mm. they're starting anew as a fa- as a as a family. And then Monica and Chandler just adopted two twins, and so oh. they're moving out of the big Manhattan apartment that's like the hub of yeah. the show to move to Westchester to start their their family life. Um, and so the final scene is them all leaving the apartment together and, and grabbing a, one last coffee. Aww. <laughs> wow. I, I definitely watched Friends to the Bitter End, but that did not stick with me in the way that the Wonder Years finale stuck with me. <laughs> 
I feel like you know it's a good show when it's like about a room that you have to say goodbye to. Yes. yes. And sure. a cost-effective show as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, in your head, I'm just realizing, like, to me, Central Perk is, like, in the first floor of that apartment building. Yeah. I think it is. I yeah, think yeah. it is. I think yeah. it is, too. Okay. I, I think it At is. At least okay, in my head. Okay. Yeah. Like- I'm glad we're all on the same page. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think they traveled. At the very least, like, next door. Like, I think it's, yeah. like, not. Yeah. They don't really have to go outside that much to get there, for sure. Yeah. This is just making, okay, I'm just going to say this because I'm thinking of it, but this is making me think of Cheers. Um, have you guys watched uh, Poker Face at all? No, uh, I went to Not yet. Is it so good? Very, very good. And Ooh. it's very, it's like Columbo slash Murder She Wrote. It's okay. like a different, mm. she's solving a different thing each time. It's great. Okay. But also it has kind of some cast members who are in old sitcoms that you're seeing for the first time in like a long time. Aww. Like John Ratzenberger from Cheer Cliff from Cheers is in yes. it. And I, was like, I was like, oh my God, I literally haven't seen this guy forever. Judith Light from Who's the Boss, who she does a lot of acting, but like I just haven't seen her forever. She has this great character. So it's kind of a fun show too, because people pop up that you're like, Ooh, I like kind that. of stoked to see from old shows. Anyway, highly recommend oh, it. That. It's very good. Um, Do you know that the guy um Cliff, he do you know how he got his part on that show? Oh yeah, on Cheers? didn't he like make it up for himself or something? Yeah, so he came in to read for Norm, I think. And then, oh, we have a puppy. And, oh my god, wait, we have a dog. <laughs> oh, we have a dog. <laughs> we have a dog. Sorry, a dog I is heard in my dog. Chat. My dog was crying outside the door. Of course. Oh, another we dog. Have <laughs> we have two dogs. We have two dogs. Yeah, we have two dogs. We got oh, this dog. Oh, baby. And we got this dog. <laughs> Sweet baby. Names. We need names. Yeah, what names. Are the names? Um, the white one is Phantom. He was the one who cares more and was crying. Um, and then Sugar, I was shocked, was outside the door as well because she's Aww. more aloof. She's oh. more, she does <laughs> yes. her own thing. They sure. They're yeah. like, we want to be a part Respects. of this podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's going on in there. You guys are oh, talking babies. about John Ratzenberger. We want to be. Yeah, I have some <laughs> yeah. opinions on Cliff. I got some, I got some questions. Hold on. Um, Oh, just real quick, just for the listener that is, that wants to know this and like is losing their mind. Um, <laughs> so he came in to read for Norm, and then talking to the casting people, he was like, "So, what character is like the guy at the bar that knows everything?" And they were like, "What are you? Right. What are you talking about?" <gasps> and he was like, "Oh, you know, like the guy that just like thinks he knows everything at the bar." And they're like, well, "What would that sound like?" And then he like improved basically Cliff. And they that loved what amazing. he did so much, they wrote him into the show. Oh, that's that incredible. It's amazing. And it's also yeah. exactly the kind of story that I, actors need to not hear. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. That happened once. That happened once. That's the same as like, oh, oh shit, what's his name? Um, a fucking uh, uh, Mr. Helen's Opus. Uh, Jaws, Richard Dreyfus. Uh, Dreyfus. Do you know how Dreyfus, he would just show up to auditions that he did not have and be like, I'm not interested in the part. Thank you. And he would just leave. Like he was, he would just like come and neg casting directors. And that's how he built a name. And people were like, get him in here. We want to see him read. Like he really, like, I have to say, don't do that either. So I like, uh, I noticed a a building by me that I walk by a lot where I live has now Mm -hmm. the name of a, like my favorite casting director on it. And so Mm -hmm. I definitely have had visions (laughs) <laughs> like, what yeah. can I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how are you, if it's your favorite casting director? I think that's different. Like, if it's someone yeah, you have yeah, a relationship yeah. with, but like, I briefly have like no, dabbled no, I in don't ca- know her. I mean, just oh. love her work. Oh, <laughs> <then> no. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> then no. Does she have like a window outside that you could check your makeup in or something? Like, I mean, people are doing that. that I that's mean, definitely you go in happening. there and be like, oh, it's, I keep getting these deliveries. They're not for me. Are they? <laughs> Do you know who did that to me when I was working in casting on the Paramount lot? I'm going to call him out. I who? am zeering. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Wow. We were just like working and we were like, I was casting a show that, yeah, he wouldn't have been appropriate for it. But like he came in and like started like improving. He was like doing space work with like a phone and like trying to like, ri- I'm dead serious. That yeah. feels like something he would do though. 90210. Wait, what's his character's name in 90210? Steve Sanders. Steve Sanders. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That Best is mullet in the game. During that time, that was the third of three Ian Zeering spottings that I had in one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had spottings. I think he knew where you were. Yeah, he was following you. <laughs> okay, this is a perfect intro to, I have to, I'm sorry I'm going to do this to you guys right now, but our friend Jessica was talking about how her husband has been hearing a lot of dad jokes lately, and I have to do this joke because please. we brought up 90210. Okay, Here please. we go. Okay, we all know the zip code to Beverly Hills is 90210, but did mm-hmm. you know the one for Dawson's Creek is 90108? <laughs> okay that's it all right (laughs) i panicked that i wasn't gonna get it and then it made sense a second later and i I was delighted i had the same reaction yeah it took like a half second because it's one of it's it's your brain thinks it's more complicated than it is yes yeah yes and you have to sort of just take in the melody that's hard I just had to do it. I'm sorry. No, I love it. It was lingering. I love it. By the way, Dawson's, whatever fucking streamer it's on, they ch- they must have lost the yeah, rights they, for that pop. They don't have the It's song. ruined oh. the experience for me. They have bad music? <laughs> yeah, yeah they have like a replacement song. That's yeah. so funny. Imagine if you're trying to watch 90210 and like some smooth jazz comes on instead of... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird because I watched it all like a few years ago and I was like, okay, they must just get the theme song later. So every season you're waiting for it to show up and it never shows up. And it's like, what the fuck? That's such an optimistic way to think about it though. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my Not God. It's just like, yeah, they didn't have the money for it. I don't know. I, I mean, that's that should be the theme song. The 90108. The mashup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do one more question and then we'll okay. take a break. Uh, let's see. What are your must-have qualities in a best friend? Feed oh, buffet wow. or other. Okay. Um, blind loyalty. No. <laughs> <laughs> At all costs. <laughs> um, no, I'll say... Um, I think kindness, um, humor, mm-hmm. um, responsiveness. I get. I have a lot of friendship trauma and a lot of like friendship insecurity, and mm-hmm. so um, it's really helpful to me when they feel like uh, I like if I if I text somebody and they don't text me back for a while. That's hard for me, mm-hmm. um, especially if I'm starting a new friendship. Um, yeah, it's hard a to love know of- that a new friendship on that like text. Game. Mm-hmm. Right, because you don't know if that's their vibe or if, yeah. like, they don't actually want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Um, and then I'd say love of love of dogs mm-hmm. helps because I'm going to want to talk about my dogs a lot and I'm going to want them to care. I, like, mm-hmm. don't understand because there are some people who don't care about that and I don't get it. So Who I don't know. care about dogs? 
Yeah, yeah, who just like don't care about pets or anything. Yeah, I find to me that's like uh, dare I say like a bit of a red flag. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's like I just don't. I just like I'm like oh what it makes no right. sense to me. It's like not liking pizza. It's like <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, another thing is like that they're um that they're like understanding of like my OCD and stuff. Like I've had some really nice friendship moments where people kind of, cause I have contamination OCD where people kind of like anticipate that and, mm-hmm. and like know to remove their shoes or know that I want to sit somewhere that's not there, you know, or like mm-hmm. just like an awareness that I think is really lovely and always means a lot. Just that like not nice. enough can be said about proactiveness. I think just it in most things in life, we are just like, Oh my God, thank you for anticipating a nice thing about me <laughs> right or like or how anything. lovely yeah. it is to be like even just for someone to like send you a photo of something or a meme that you would like just that that someone is like thinking of you yeah. it's mm-hmm. like so touching and that's something i think we like think about it'll be like oh i should send them that but like eh, whatever yeah. but it's like send right. them that like they don't yeah. they'll, they'll love it <laughs> for sure this is good i have a little package that i've been meaning to send i'm gonna do it there's your sign <laughs> Okay, we're going to take another quick break. We'll be back in a second. Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Allison. And I'm Phantom. No, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> What's Phantom's voice sound like, Allison? <laughs> to me, Phantom's voice is like, "Hi guys, how's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems that seems right. eager. Like kind of Goofy's voice, like, "Oh, all right, wonderful." Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's Perfect. do some lady problems. Um, if you have a lady problem, give us a call. Our phone number is three two three six but thirty. You can also email us lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. Allison's very excited to hear our next theme song, so let's do it. Always gets everyone always gets uh, yeah uh, tricked yeah. by that yeah they don't <laughs> it's magical I love it thank you. thank you thank you I think that was if I'm not mistaken our first song yes ever. oh wow I I mean, that's so, a remake because yeah. we used to have an old version mm-hmm. of it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah our old one was not licensed it was we did not have the rights to that music yeah we had to redo oh. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was tough we didn't get like caught by somebody we just realized we just, that we should redo yeah, it prevented yeah, yeah. good on you that's mm-hmm. nice thank you thank you <laughs> um all right let's see what we got hi um i'm leaving a lady problem so i am 21 and i've been listening to you guys for the past three years and you guys have really helped me through more than you know um but I'm just wondering, I regularly find myself sobbing because I'm so fucking over adulthood and it only just started <laughs> and I'm fairly responsible and I have all my shit together. It's not like I'm not getting my shit together or not working hard enough or 
am unorganized or whatever. I'm just fucking over it. I don't, I'm fucking over everything. I hate the DMV. I hate paying bills. I hate fucking taking care of myself and feeding myself every day. I want, I hate it. I hate it. So, um, is this normal? Should I seek help? And what do I do? And when does it get fun? <laughs> um, okay. Well, I love you guys so much and I'm so grateful for your podcast that has literally saved my life. So, um, all right. Well, love you guys. Oh, <laughs> I love her. I know. I, <laughs> I know. You you should there were four people just like vigorously shaking their heads along with your problem of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like um I get older but the bills stay the same age. No, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. No, they they age in accrue interest too, unfortunately. I mean, but it, like, say, it is that thing yeah, yeah, yeah. of just getting older, but you're you still feel like you're, you know, a kid in a lot of ways and you're yeah. like, Wait, what? I have to deal Million with this shit percent. now? It's very strange. Million percent. Yeah. And I'll say this, Babs knows DMV, I bring friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I, I hate going to the DMV. You always have a friend who also has to go to the DMV. I like to do DMV as a group thing. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. Most of these, I think, can be made fun with yeah. the presence of a friend. You know, we've had par- – Tess did a whole get shit done party once where she, like, had prizes for if you got things a certain amount of things done. Like, she, we, got, we got together. We, like, made calls to our credit card companies, things that we didn't want to do. So there is – you can like make things fun. I think mm-hmm. obviously not all of it's going to be, but I think that there's a way to attack this stuff where you can like bring some fun to it for sure. Yeah, I think we should sure. have another get shit done party. That was really effective. I and I need it because yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I think that was also I call that my clickbait opus because that article was titled "I fixed my credit by day drinking," and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh I have some thoughts but I I don't know okay um so my I I will give the caveat that I um I we give advice on on our show just between us all the time so probably different style of advice because I also um I come at it from from being four classes away from a master's in psychology (laughs) This is what we need. Yes. I sometimes take it a little too seriously. But uh, the one thing I will say is, like, if you do feel like you are overwhelmed to the point of, like, exhaustion or, uh, like, you feel like you want to cry all the time or, like, this feels very different than how you, you have experienced life in the past, there is the chance that, like, you something is awry with your mental health that might need more attention than um, – and, like, it could be worse, like – looking into if you have access to therapy, that sort of thing. Um, you might be like, you know, some signals of like burnout might be happening. Mm-hmm. But this is more just like um, every day, like this is so fucking annoying, which I think is like how we, we all feel too. For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing is, is like I think it's really helpful to um, schedule joy in your mm-hmm. life. 
So mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. make sure that there's like actual times of each day that you look forward to, which can be like really simple things from like, I love my coffee. So I love drinking my coffee in the morning, which means that like for those 15 minutes every morning, I'm just drinking my coffee and like reading my book or like I'm not also doing another thing. Um, or like I'm making sure that like in between all the adult things, I'm seeing my friends this amount per week. And it can mm-hmm. feel like really weird of like I'm scheduling good times because like you're like the good times should come easily. But um, if you are in that kind of a slump, that can be helpful. Mm-hmm. And then also like 21 feels like an adjustment transition period. And there is like an element of like these things might become easier to tackle as you get more used to tackling them. And so by the time you're in your mid-20s, late-20s, 30s, you might just have a better system of dealing with it so it won't always feel like as overwhelming as it does now. And I was going to say, especially like being 21 now means that three years ago in 2020, you were 18, which means you graduated high school and then were thrown into a pandemic world. Mm -hmm. So that's like... You know, that is lighter fluid, that is oil, that is everything flammable on top of already like a a learning fire at that point in your life. Like, so a lot of like um, things that, you know, for for the first couple, last couple of years, I'm sure like a lot of things that like would have been like support system things just weren't available too. So it's like you've been learning to do a lot of this shit like in a different world than a lot of people have. And then there's like a lot of just you know being thrown being thrown like out into the world to figure all this stuff out is like hard anyway but then on top of that to have like oh just like economic complete instability uh and then right. you can't even hug a friend <laughs> when you are <laughs> sobbing about bills and shit like that i mean uh you know there i i have a lot of uh empathy for for like what what that your age group is going through specifically right now because I can't imagine how hard the last couple of years have been like through mm-hmm. all of this and you know I think it's an important thing to remember you know but like um automate as much as possible like if you've if yeah like like that I think is a is a lesson that it took me a long time to really learn especially with like if you have credit cards and you can have money in your enough money in your account to make sure your minimums are always covered the amount of shit that it will save you if you you just have stuff just automated just to pay down just just to have that shit off your plate it like will the amount of like anxiety that that kind of thing will take away is wild yeah (laughs) that's a really good point and like when i i think that's like so simple and like yeah it does save you a lot of headache and i think especially when you're getting Mm -hmm. used to paying bills and like what i did when i first started doing that is i would like put in my calendar like this bill's gonna hit Mm -hmm. this day so then i would know because when you're 21 like you you probably are like your balance is gonna be you are kind of like right at the edge right there so i would like check my bank to make sure i had the funds to cover that because i think that's the fear with auto pay is like Mm -hmm. when you're young and you're just starting out like you're so skinning and skimming in those margins that yep. like you're worried that a bill's going to hit and like overdraft your account. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I would, that's great advice. Um, yeah. I think the other, like w- maybe this is helpful to like look at it this way is like really it doesn't, you're not experiencing it probably in this way because you're thinking about these bills and this DMV and it's fucking terrible. But like what you're also experiencing right now is autonomy. Like the other mm-hmm. side of that is like the more of these kind of things that are encumbering you, that's just a sign that you're becoming more and more free really. And like mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, like that is the one thing that I kind of like about getting older is like the more you kind of like become successful and and build and like have these healthy patterns, the kind of more fun shit you get to do. Like then you get to start mm-hmm. going on vacations and like going out to fun dinner. I don't know. Like you get to kind of start doing things that are very 
You, I think the boring stuff is the counterpart to the very fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I do find myself a lot. And obviously, you know, we do comedy and that's like. Really fun. Fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Our so lives I really, are like pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I realize that that's like different than a lot of careers. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that getting older, kind of a fun part about it can be sometimes when I realize like, oh, I have my shit handled. I pay my bills and I can like eat cereal for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, silly choices where it's like, I don't do that all the time, but it's like, I'm in charge of my choices and what I do with my time. And it, that can be spent doing stupid fun shit that I just want to mm-hmm. do, you know, with my friends or whatever it is. So yeah, I think that there's something along with that, that a real joy that comes when you just realize fully that like my spare time is how I want to spend it. And whatever I want to do with that is up to me, you know? Just kind of lean into that, I think. and Yeah. And, and like, it'll, yeah. This is a dumb thing too, but like, I don't know. I find that like, I, I, I'm so, I don't know why the DMV is such a thing for me. I hate fucking going to the DMV, but like when I have to run errands like that, I don't know, for me personally, like having a good podcast or audio book, mm-hmm. if I can be listening to that while I have to do it, like that makes it a lot more like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, feasible for me. Like if it, I, I don't know. I find that having like good music, podcast, audio books like that helps me mm-hmm. get through like tedious tasks. Oh my god! Yeah. Do we we should release an episode just meant for people who are going to the DMV. Yes. <laughs> yes. People okay. would love that. They would. Okay. They should just like <laughs> if you're going to the DMV today, pop this in. We're yeah. yeah. This. And it's facts about the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> we can just roast the DMV for two yeah. hours. Okay. So they cool. can say like, "Oh, did you know this DMV was built in blah blah blah?" And yeah. people will be like, "Oh wow, how do you know that?" <laughs> Right, cool. like DMV companion. <laughs> It'll be called Now Serving Listener Number B Seven. <laughs> Dude, I wrote it. I wrote it in our to do in our shared to do list. Great. It's on the. It's, it's on the. It's on there list. officially. Wow, that's I, brilliant. I think DMV um, episode. Also, just DMV tip: always make an appointment. A lot of times, yes. people just show up. If you make an appointment, you'll get in way faster. In my yeah. experience, in LA at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and you can do a lot of stuff online too, so you can probably mm-hmm. cut out some of that. Um, yeah. Also, if you're like getting a photo, honestly, I like get compliments on my license photo all the time because I like was like, I'm going to like look insane in my license photo and have like my hair is going to match my shirt and my lips. Are, like I'm wearing wow. like a Hawaiian shirt that all the colors that I have match it exactly. And people are always <laughs> like, this is an amazing photo. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Thank you. Wow. So you can like do dumb shit like with adult shit to make it work. Right. Or you can, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Be really yeah. high with Tess and look too. really high in your phone. <laughs> My we last, both look so high in our license photos, really high. And when we were in line to get them taken, the new the news was on the DMV TV that Lynn Manuel Miranda was leaving Hamilton. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, I'm like, sad. That's what our DMV <laughs> pictures look like. That's so funny. <laughs> I also but think yeah, there's like have a, fun with the DMV photo. Yeah. And I think like the thing I've been working on is like, cause I also hate to do all these like care tasks and domestic tasks and all yeah. that stuff. Just like reframing it as like, this is a way to care for myself that mm-hmm. like, like present me is like taking care of future Allison and like, yeah. what a nice thing to do to like care for myself and set myself up to like have a nice life and to have my, sheets be washed so later I can get into a clean bed like kind of like a separating mm-hmm. myself as like a caregiver to myself if that makes sense yes 
Mm-hmm. I like that because we always do that better for others than we do ourselves. So it's nice yeah. to try and separate that. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know if anyone else has this problem, but the food, th- I'm really relating to this. Um, The food <laughs> thing really hit home for me too. Cause like I, I, I got like one meal a day in me that I can get creative about. Like, yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I find it so tedious. Oh, I have to fucking choose what I want to eat. Ah, go wait in line. Wait for it. Then I have to go sit down and eat it. Ah, like, I just... I'm- <laughs> yeah. No, food is exhausting sometimes. Where you're just like, oh, I yeah. don't... Because we all have, like, a finite amount of, like, executive function we can use every day. And I like yeah. to use any of it on meals constantly. It's just like, I don't right. know. And then the just, other hand is that it's like, okay, do you want a meal plan and prep all of that? That's yeah. cool. That's really that hard to do. Something. And then you're eating the same thing every day, which is not like super appealing. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't have a lot of advice for that other than to say I get it. And I get it's it. Probably, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. I, I am still, you know, in my mind, it's like 1999 because I still go to Jamba Juice like twice a week because I need a meal that I can eat while I'm driving. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's great that you know that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Totally. I was thinking about Jamba Juice after podcasting today, honestly. I'm going to go too, Brandy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I also you basically like, don't have any solutions when it comes to Jamba Juice. Yeah. I mean, Jamba Juice kind of helps a little bit. Just get like the protein add on. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a, a meal. meal. <laughs> They also have the caffeine boost now. Or whatever. Yeah. They got it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boost it up. Boost yeah. it. And, like, not boost. a sponsor, but can I just say, like, Jamba Juice slaps. Like, every other smoothie <laughs> in this country costs, like, $25. Jamba Juice, yep. you can get in and out for under 10 with a boost. Yep. Damn straight. Wow. Damn straight. <laughs> Jamba, we're juicing, baby. <laughs> I did not expect this to take this turn. <laughs> Yeah, when you're feeling down about being an adult, Jamba's always there for you. I think it also points to kind of what we were talking about earlier, where like when you hear that other people struggle with the same stuff you do, it can help because Mm -hmm. even though we're older than the listener calling in, we can say that like, yeah, this this is just stuff that we all deal with, and like Mm -hmm. it is annoying, but you do get through it, and like Allison said, you do find ways to tackle it that Mm -hmm. make it easier. But it is it's just life, and like you find a way to like if you just. Focus on finding ways to be happy in your life. I don't know what your career situation is, but hopefully it's something that you enjoy. Yeah. And like you're gonna figure out how to make it work for you eventually. It's just kind of annoying, like while you're doing well, that's for happening. sure. And yeah. a lot of it is like a muscle that you the more you do it mm-hmm. also, the more you're just like, all right, that's fine. Whatever. Like it it is it gets it do, that stuff does get easier like over time too, to a and, certain degree. Like realistically, I think this is also one of those things where it can be so easy to like forget like most of the shit only takes like five minutes yeah that's the problem when you put yes. i mean i'm the queen of putting shit off that only takes five minutes and then mm-hmm. finally i do it and i'm like what the fuck was i yeah what this didn't take anything but yeah so- it's just yeah how it goes something that i've done before is like i like have kept a list of all those things that make five that take five minutes and i'm just like okay I'm annoyed with my bullshit. How much can I get done in an hour? And then you turn things into a challenge to be like, here's like 25 minute things. How much can we really get done in an hour? Cause I know, and then you just like power through that list just to like, and then you give yourself a Jamba juice at the end of it. <laughs> I love to make things a competition and I love yes. to have a reward. Yes. Those are yeah. very important things. What side Perhaps. are you, Allison? Oh, well, I'm, I'm a Gemini, but I'm on the Cancer cusp, and I've been told I'm more like a Cancer than okay. a Gemini. Okay, I no. was thinking maybe Aries because of the competition thing, but I can see, I see that. 
Perfect. When we we uh, had to like pack up to leave, um, like we went to a wedding in, in Florida with my parents, and I was like, "Okay, we're gonna pack everything up in ten minutes," and then we like set a timer and yeah. like made it like a whole thing, and it makes it way more fun than when you're yeah. just like, oh yeah having to pack. It really yes. does. I'll do that with like even like work stuff. I I really love timing my stuff and like trying to beat a deadline. Yeah, like, I find that <laughs> makes it really interesting, more fun. Yeah, I feel like just building weird little. I mean, I remember having like this is dumb, but I remember like being like twelve and like having to help my dad like stuff envelopes for something. And I did a game where I was like, I'm for every first name on this envelope, I'm gonna think of a famous person's last name or a friend of mine's last name. And I was like, how quick can I do it? It was just this like dumb brain oh, exercise. That's yeah, that's just, good. It, just like anything to like come up with like a challenge or a game to keep yourself like occupied and that kind of bullshit work is just yeah. like i don't know make it also, fun like your level of like tolerance is going to depend on like your overall mental health right so like yeah. sometimes like mm-hmm. your frustration tolerance is at a zero because yes. you are not doing well in general so like yeah. something like paying a bill or going to the dmv yeah. is like going to break you yeah. where like there'll be other times when like you're doing better so you have a higher frustration tolerance mm-hmm. and you can like handle more things and so i think remembering that it's gonna kind of ebb and flow yeah. and that your worst day of chores every day of chores won't feel like that yeah no exactly i also feel you like this yoga I mean, look, helps. we're your future and we're doing great yeah. <laughs> you're doing great yeah you're fine i was just gonna tell i for my real also other i think yoga is maybe a much more like patient person i started practicing yoga when i was about your age I feel like that helps a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But, and then I have advice of what not to do. One time I had to do my taxes and I hate doing taxes. And so I was like, you know what? Like, this would be easier if I just like anesthetize myself with wine the whole time. <laughs> and it took me like 11 hours to do what should have been like two hours of taxes. So <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, or if you are that. like one glass of wine. <laughs> yeah that's like me with writing I'm, even though I'm taking a break from drinking but like I always was like I'll get a I'll drink and then write it never never yeah. ever ever helped I don't work <laughs> on alcohol <laughs> oh um, good luck yeah, yeah you, can do you this. got this thank you so much Allison for joining us Oh, thank you for having me. I had the best time. So fun. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> it was a joy. Shout out to everybody where they can hear your podcast, where they can follow you online and find your books and all that stuff. Yeah, so I have a weekly podcast called Just Between Us with my co-host Gabe Dunn. And then um, you can find me on socials at Allison Raskin. I also have a mental health kind of brand called Emotional Support Lady, which is a Substack and an Instagram. And then you can buy my book, Overthinking About You. Um, please buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a big difference when you go out and support everybody. Support everyone who's been on our show. And yeah. Um, all the wonderful work they do. Please go buy Allison's book right now. (laughs) And thank you so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. I was just listening to the latest pod. um, And the caller was asking, you know, about things you can do to get out and see people if you're an extrovert. Um, and I had the same challenge when I started working remotely, like I am going crazy. I'm talking to all the pets. I'm talking to like my neighbors. Like I know, I know I'm doing too much. 
no one wants to talk to me this much. Um, but anyway, I wanted to suggest maybe looking at uh, Meals on Wheels or a, you know, um, food delivery option because for me it was really enjoyable. I mean, people liked it. They're appreciative. And nobody cares about your life as much as a grandma. So when I go every week, it's like they are excited to see me. They want to know about my really boring life. Um, it's been a really positive experience. And then you're helping somebody out. So anyway, just wanted to suggest that if the caller is still considering things, um, it's been a great change for me. And checks all the boxes. All right. Bye. Hi, ladies. I am listening to the latest episode. And y'all are talking about is when you were in middle school or if you were in high school, if you had to take care of an egg or um, the fake babies for a class. And I actually did. I took in high school, my high school had an actual uh, preschool attached to it for students that had children or for teachers that had children. And it was a class. And in that class, the final was to take care of an electronic baby for a week. It literally cried in the middle of the night. It cried in class. It would like shit itself in the middle of class and you'd have to leave and take care of it. I was on dance team. I would have to like go in the middle of practice and go wipe my pretend baby's ass and get back to practice. Um, but yeah, I literally lost so much sleep that week. I had to like function through all my classes with a fake baby. I literally had to pull over one time and a G.I. Joe's parking lot, that shows how old I am, and feed the fake baby because it was crying in my back seat. Um, but happy to say I got 100% on taking care of my baby, which is awesome because I have a seven-year-old now, and that gives me hope that uh, she will survive another seven to 15 years under my care. And then after that, she's, uh, you know, on her own. She'll be a grown-up. But anyway, love you guys. I hope you have a great day and a happy new year. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.